Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Performance Through Health podcast. I'm going to get straight up and real with you guys straight away. I've been sat here now for the probably the last 45 minutes just trying to get this recording going, and I've probably deleted and edited it um, at least 25, 30 times. And a lot of people have this problem out there that I have. And what is it? So that problem is perfectionism. You just want to get it right perfect. We want to get it straight, you know, correct straight away. And, and to be realistic, is that ever going to really going to happen? We're all the fool to begin with. No one becomes the king of the land by going in and just walking through there. It's going to take hard work, graft, determination, and just the ability to continue going despite all your fears. And I guess one of the fears that I have about this podcast is thinking whether people are going to enjoy it and the opinions of people, you know, what the opinion of the people are going to have on it. But I'm just going to roll with it and go on today about what I want to do, where I want to go next, and the reason for doing podcasting. So a bit about me to begin with. Uh, as I just said, my name is Martin McPhillamy. I'm from a city in Coventry, uh, United Kingdom. Uh, this city is uh, bang in the centre. It's right in the heart of England. And it used to be an old industri- industrial city back in the, you know, the, the, the 60s and 70s. were a massive manufacturing city and it had a great... Uh, uh, prospects for the future that but then because of the way that the 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 economy's gone in the UK it's 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 gone down it's going it's gone downhill a fair bit right now but it's uh, it, it is the heart it is the you know, the heart and soul of my life it's uh, it's it's given me a, a, a good run in terms of become making me the person who I am today um but I got away from Coventry when I was 18 years old. So before I go on to that, let's just rewind a couple of years and, and, and talk to you about what I had as a vision when I was 15 because it's, a, it's a quite a, an interesting story and people find it when I tell it at work to, to my patients, have a conversation to my patients about why I now live in Australia and what made me emigrate. It's, they're actually quite, quite fascinating. Uh, age 12, you know, 10, 12, I was fascinated with sports. Um, I was, wasn't always the most skillful person, but I was always um, one of the most physical, uh, physical, physically strong and most physically fit individuals. So that put me in advantage at a lot of people that age. And I can remember um, yeah, just playing pretty much any sport I could get, my, you know, get involved with that was high impact, whether that was rugby, football, ice hockey, athletics, just being down the field with my mates and just basically beating each other up to, to a pulp in the... Uh, in the thick mud in the in the winter it's getting freezing cold and just absolutely loving it but i remember one day sitting in my uh, living room down downstairs and just seeing um this this huge celebration of athletes getting together to compete in this massive thing they call the olympics and this was back in uh, 2000 so this was the sydney australia and i remember just being mind blown by just how um you know all these people all these athletes got together and they just looked so focused and driven and spent that like, four years of their life training for this and it's just big huge competition just to see who was the best in the world so my uh, you know i guess my my relationship to australia at that time was seeing all these uh, fantastic individuals and uh, ian thorpe was one of the guys who stood out to me at the time he was a, you know, a great swimmer and i think he'd won something like four or five olympic golds and at the time australia were a, a great rugby team they had a great cricket team and i said to myself you know what? i want to go and live in australia so when i was 15 years old i, I kind of started to get this real um, bug to just just you know, educate myself on pretty much anything about the body, how the body works, how I can make myself better, how I can keep health, 
And I had a nickname called um, yeah, PE to 16 head because that was the name of our um, uh, textbook in, in our, in our, you know, our, our, our physical education classes. And I pretty much knew the whole textbook inside out. And at the time, my teacher, Dave Bates, he was a, you know, a great guy. I was really inspired by him. He, he empowered me to be the best that I could be in, in certain areas of my life and, has cer and certainly has made me uh, you know, a big part of who, who I am today. And I got him to be grateful for because we had a, you know, a such good relationship that he, he, he made me just want, want to learn about this, uh, the subject of um, the human body. So I said to myself, age 15, right, I know I want to live in Australia. And I know that I wanted to do something with sports science or uh, you know, along, down, along down there, something to do with the human body. So I decided to go into, um, well, in fact, I originally wanted to be a doctor or a dentist. But then uh, I, the school I went to, the Woodlands, the Woodlands School in Coventry, was a, an all-boys comprehensive school. So it's you know, it a testosterone-fueled, um, uh, quite, quite a rough school that was... Um, <laughs> a lot of troubled, uh, troubled young kids that were just uh, getting into scraps and fights, and it was a it was a great school to go to because it certainly has given me the grit that I've got today and the determination that I've got today to I guess survive in in life and keep on moving forward. But um, there was it was all boys, so uh, you know I was a great prospect when I was fifteen, sixteen. I managed to get some some solid solid grades in school, but then when we merged into sixth form, we actually then merged with females and. Uh, that changed my life a bit because then all of a sudden I was interested more than just education and sports that then um, brought women into my life and my grades started to plummet a little bit. So in England at the time, the basis of your, um, you know, your, your further education was on your predicted grades and because I was distracted a fair bit when I was 17, 18 years old, I didn't get the predicted grades that I needed to go to med school. So then what I decided to do was go down to, uh, you know, go into sports sciences. It was, it was something I was, I loved. I wouldn't say that it was a, a, a decision that, um, uh, you know, held me back at all. And I ended up applying to many different universities and ended up going to a university that was about an hour's drive away from home, moving to a city called Nottingham. Nottingham is famous for, for, Robin, for Robin Hood, essentially. So you guys out there have probably seen the movies and Robin Hood was probably the, the most famous thing to come out of Nottingham. But I studied there. Um, I had a fantastic three, three to four years um, at the university. I you know, completed my, my bachelor's of honours degree. Um, again, probably a bit more distracted than I should have been, but come out with some pretty decent grades, but decided that to be better than the rest, I'd probably want to do a, a master's degree. But I went to do a, a, a research master's and um, that, that then led me down to this um, discovery of uh, the lungs and respiratory physiology and that's what's led me to, to become a, a sleep and respiratory scientist today. But the next step from there was essentially onto what's called the clinical scientist training program under the National School of Healthcare Science in, in, in the UK. And this was a, uh, a graduate training program that went on for three years. It was uh, a very competitive program, but it was paid at a reasonably high uh, pay wage for someone who was a trainer and essentially an additional member of team that wasn't, wasn't needed. So I had a great opportunity to work with some fantastic doctors and some fantastic um, physiologists and people uh, at Queen's Medical Center in Nottingham. And that really gave me the foundations to start my career. So now my career is back into medicine. 
Um, like I say, I work as a, uh, a respiratory and sleep scientist. I'm actually senior res respiratory scientist at a company called Cardio Respiratory Sleep, who is an integrated healthcare company that um, you know has a purpose to to raise the standards of um, patient care. Um, we know that the cardiac system and the respiratory system and the sleep system are all combined. So if you have a, an issue with one, you're most likely to have an issue with the other. So we, we have doctors and um, you know scientists and uh, other people that work together to try and uh, give people the the, the best uh, patient service that we can. Um, well, anyway, as I moved on for this, I decided that um, I didn't. I started to see people coming to me with, with you know, a lack of poor sleep, a lack of energy, uh, vitality, and um, struggling life. And it's, I started to recognize that people are devaluing a lot of their health in sacrifice for, for money and in sacrifice for uh, what they potentially see as high performance. And I don't believe that. I believe that high performance is always, as, as, as I um, have previously discussed I believe that high performance is all to do or the foundation of it is all to do with your health and fitness and I think it was uh, Stephen Adler one of the um, old Guns N' Roses drummers who said you can have all the success in the world but if you don't have your health you haven't got anything you've got nothing so that's uh, that's that's very true you know at the end of the day we can all perform to our best but then on the other side we could die or we could um, not have the the energy to be able to reach those goals that we we set for ourselves so anyway, what is my mission? Well, my mission now, as I move forward and think about my, my, my vision um, and my future, is that it's my mission is to educate, motivate, and empower 50,000 high-functioning individuals to reach and maximize their potential. But I want to do that by going through their physical health first. Like I said, the foundation of physical health, you, you need that. Physical health allows you to have the energy and the confidence and the provide you with the um, the foundations of your vitality to, to then reach the, uh, the goal that you want. And that creates this mindset that you have that you've got the confidence in yourself to keep on moving forward. Now, if you're a healthy being and you're a healthy, you know, a, 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 um, a confident individual, you're then going to start to attract people around you. And that's when you can generate your, your, your network. So you, you essentially, for, for business and for for um, you know, if you the, the larger your network, the larger your um, your your chance of having financial reward and your your ability to to then utilize individuals and serve individuals to uh, form your vision. And uh, if you can then become a, an authority of those individuals, or and I don't mean an authority in a way where that you're. Um, no, you're, you're a dictator at all, but you're a leader of these individuals. It empowers you and empowers them to, to create this collective of, of, of people that can essentially f form your vision. And that's that 50,000 people I was talking about. I, I, I do want to, to build myself to a point where I have like-minded individuals that are you know, sitting, sitting, sitting down having these conversations that I'm having now and they, they think the same way that I do. And yes, this is exact reason why I'm, I'm starting podcasting so the podcasting really is a tool for me to allow allow to allow me to connect with other individuals allow the individuals that I see that um, you know, have the potential or have um, have a great story behind them or uh, you know just to empower those individuals to, to, to have have their own voice and spread their expertise because we all are you know, we all have a love we all have something that we enjoy 
we all have something that we um you know we, we can we can contribute back to to the world and i want to uh, uh, you know give it be able to allow people to to be able to do that and I can edge, I can learn from that. That means that I can become a, a better version of myself, and then by recording it, I can also post that out to you guys, and the listeners can um, take what they need from it. They can have a listen, and if they don't want to have a listen, that's fine. Um, so, where am I um, going next with my life? Well, at the moment, I am currently still working as a sleep and respiratory scientist. I've just started performance through health. We've got a, I've got a couple of clients coming through. I've got my vision. I've got where I want to go with it. And this is just one more step to go forward. So at the moment, I am writing a book on um, how to form a vision. So I spent the last, probably the last two years, um, thinking about what I want, where I want to go next. And to do that, I had to spend a fair amount of time alone, to be honest with you. And Sorry, it's having a drink. Moving um, to Australia has really uh, it's I guess it's it's changed changed me slightly because when you've got a, a huge goal at the age of uh, age of 15 and all you're doing is just gradually moving towards that goal and just having a bit of patience and just working working as working and working as hard as you can just to keep keep on going and, and reach that is once you reach that if you don't have another goal in my, in mind, I've come to realize that you just become stale and you don't go any further. So that's what kind of happened to me when I first moved to Australia. Originally, it was all fun and games. Now, you can imagine coming from uh, Coventry, which is right in the center of England, three hours away from pretty much any beach, to then land in, in a country at it was 40 degrees at the time. I stayed at a, um, a, you know, a friend's house. Um, you know, I'm grateful for those guys that, that, that allowed me to stay with them and it was right on the beachfront i would say it was a five minute walk up to the beach when in the morning we had a stroll over i walked down onto the there's a little bit of um, a walkway onto this beach and then i remember looking at the looking up and down uh, the coast and just thinking oh my god this is incredible i was absolutely I, I had goosebumps i recorded it i was so happy i was i was just thinking this was the best thing ever and for the first six months it was it was uh, you know i'd put myself into a, a situation where I essentially said to myself, you know, I've just got to make, I've got to make friends. I've just got to get out there. I've just got to talk to as many people as I can. And I can remember the first week or two, it was, it was strange. It was, I had the mindset I knew I had to do it, but then also I had this kind of, um, I guess a little bit of a fear, like, oh, what are they, what are they going to think of me? What, what are these people going to, you know, are they going to be like, helpful? Are they going to be um, responsive? And I, was, I just remember thinking to myself, how am I going to go about this? So I just went to the beach pretty much every day and um, just kind of when I was swimming around in the water, there would be a couple of guys playing, you know, throwing a ball around or something. And if it come near me, I'd end up throwing it back over and just introduce myself and um, you know, let them know that I'm just, just around here. And I, I met these two brilliant guys who, who invited me for a night out. And I remember we went at night out and we got absolutely trolled and we were... We had a real good night, but that was the pretty much the last I seen of them. I don't know if that's because I didn't make the a good impression of them, or it's just that I didn't really get in contact with them after. But it was um, it was the start to what I would say was six months of partying, to be honest with you. And that's what kind of happens when you're a twenty, I don't know, twenty five, twenty six year old guy, and you go to the other side of the world, and you haven't really got yourself uh, any goals to move to, to 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 strive towards. You just get in this position where you're just stale and you just end up going out drinking and partying. There's nothing wrong with that. 
Um, but there is a point in your life where you do have to take a look at yourself and you start taking responsibility, especially if you're in a, dri you know, a driven individual and uh, you want to succeed. So that happened for six months and then I realized that I was um, not going anywhere. I had had a few failed relationships. I'd met a few people that screwed me over. Um, I will go into those a bit more into, into detail on another podcast because there's a great story behind that of what I've learned. Um, but essentially I got to a point where I was depressed. I didn't know if I'd had made the right decision. Um, I was debating whether to go back home. I wasn't particularly enjoying the job. You know, I'd gone through this uh, graduate scheme where I was coming out to be one able to be one of the you know, the, the best and most, one of the best scientists and who has the, the most potential in the UK to then come into a, a different company and starting at the very bottom of the, the hierarchy I guess and not really having anyone listening to what you you, you know you want to say um, and just plugging along just just with a general job that you, you, you didn't really I didn't really feel as if I was appreciated but that could also have been my um, entitlement issues as well when I first got here. Um, but then, yeah, I remember having this one thought one day, and uh, the thought was that um, I was that I was struggling with my sleep for oh, God knows six weeks. I was self medicating for on 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 different kind of medications, nothing too nothing too strong or hectic, but it was just to try and help me sleep, and I couldn't. And I remember one night just thinking, you know, what this is is this really all worth it? And that was said. I said to myself, like, now come on, Martin, is that you? Um, you know, it's, you've made this effort. You, 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 you do you really want to? Do you really want to fail at this? So I just knuckled down and separate myself from a lot of the individuals who were, were you know, were pulling me down and, and getting me into this, into this um, party life. Got nothing against those guys at all, but it just wasn't me. And I knew that what I needed to do was just go back to who I was, and that was always Martin, the physical, the guy who was into fitness and uh, physical health. So I set myself a few goals in the gym. Um, and that just kind of just gave me this motivation again and I just started to realize that I can do what I want to do you do get that belief you reach these goals you you start building momentum um, and then you feel motivated and it just created this mindset to just um, better myself and then I started uh, to, to, to study into psychology and reading um, a lot of books into to self-help and I said to myself is you've got to get out of this you've got to be able to get out of this mindset so I started reading you know, around about mindset and um, uh, how to create positive psychology and dealing with people who um, you know, drain you emotionally, how to let go of individuals. Uh, after you know, three or two or three failed relationships, I realized that it's, uh, it's probably me. You know, I'm probably the one that needs to uh, change. So I started, started studying and I spent, I probably locked myself up for about a year and didn't see many people other than uh, two or three of my closest friends over here, uh, Ruben, Josh, Olivia, those guys, um, and Sean and Cassie, they were, I was really grateful for, for those guys that supported me when I was going through that rough time. Um, but yeah, over the last two years, I have been, um, two and a half years, I've been studying all about form and vision, uh, high performance, uh, psychology behind it, behavioral sciences. Um, you know, I've been over to the UK in, in London, spent some time with some of the, the, the best behavioral science experts in uh in the world um and i'm on this journey now where i want to essentially give back to people i want i want to to learn from the mistakes that i've made i want to learn from the the, you know, the stories that i've got i want to give those back to to individuals so they can learn from it and hopefully make this collective of like-minded individuals that can can help me on my way um i can hopefully then uh, give give those guys something in return giving them a platform to to speak their voice 
and to um, you know tell their success stories because we all do have them at the end of the day and um, that's what the podcast is going to be about so hopefully you're gonna you listen in hopefully you'll, you'll listen to this one it's a it's my very first episode today so it's been a bit more about me rather than about what I can deliver to you guys but um, you know look out for the, for the future future ones because I'll be getting some uh, guests on I've got a couple of guys lined up already and hopefully we'll be doing this once a month so take care and look after yourself and I'll catch you soon <laughs>